0: Beyond the Headline with Aldrin Sampia on SAFM, weekdays 3 to 6 p.m. It's 7 minutes before 4 o'clock in conversation next with Nungaba Muthlawli who is uh, the convener of the ANC Youth League. Uh, We speak to them as it's been clear about its stance on the DA's march to Lituli House and they came out in their numbers to defend the party's headquarters. Nungaba Muthlawli is the convener of the ANC Youth League and she joins us now. Nungaba good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. The Democratic Alliance insisting that their march today was a success even though they didn't make it uh, to Lituli House as had been intended. What's your interpretation of what happened today
1: first of all
0: hi no nabba? No nabba, can yes okay uh, we okay. S- Okay, we seem to have lost Nungaba there. Uh, we're going to try and re-establish that line to Nungaba Muthlawli, who is the convener of the ANC Youth League. And as I said earlier on today as well, that they are also planning their own march to Megawatt Park. Okay, we've got Nungaba back on the line. Nungaba, was asking about your interpretation of what transpired today, also considering that the DA is saying that their march was a success, even though they didn't make it to the actual place, which is Lutuli House.
1: Good afternoon, Eldon, and uh, thank you very much for having us on your show. Uh, look, our view uh, on the march of the DA was that, one, it was completely misplaced, um, quite mischievous, um, rather childish, uh, and not to mention really just a cheap political gimmick uh, or attention to use something that frustrates all of us, which is the current... You know, energy crisis to score cheap political points, um, and we had said uh, about a week ago that if the DA does attempt to march to our headquarters, we will gather as the Youth League and redirect them to the correct place where they ought to march to, which actually is uh, Megawatt Park. Um, as you're saying, they didn't arrive at Lutuli House, so then I'm not sure what the intention of the march was. Um, we thought they would come, you know, with a memorandum or whatever. They did not do that as well. So so we are quite unclear as to what exactly they were trying to achieve. But what we were saying was that if they do arrive at Lutuli House, we are gathered there to redirect direct them to the correct place that they ought to go and state their grievances, which is A, narrow Park, and be the seat of government, which is in Pretoria, not Lutuli House.
0: But isn't it the ANC that has said before, um, after the 2017 conference as well, that power lies at Lutuli House?
1: I think that BA is deliberately trying to blur the lines between party and state. And I think it's really trading on very dangerous territory. Um, The seat of government, Aldrin, is at the union buildings, and all of the government departments which are stationed in Pretoria. That's one. The South African constitution is very clear around the separation of powers. Hence, you have the different arms of the states with very clear and distinct functions, wherein the DA itself is actually an opposition party, um, the official opposition in parliament. The DA fails to hold the ESCOM executive accountable. Just the other day, the Rater, whom they defend, by the way, um, and they have completely involved in this whole ESCOM debacle, was at Scopa just two days ago, and they failed to hold the Rater accountable. Instead, they want to march to the Tuli House, blurring the lines between party and state. We do not expect any political party to get involved in, you know, uh, issues, uh, directly involved in issues uh, that have to do with the state. The ANC has deployees within government. The president of the country is the deployee of the ANC. Ministers, the cabinet, those are deployees of the ANC. Members of parliament, those are all deployees of the ANC. And the DA knows all of the direct, correct channels for them to be able to exercise oversight, for them to be able to hold them accountable. And not only just the DA, members of the public in general, there are clear channels of launching grievances, clear channels of oversight, clear channels of accountability. And what we are saying is that we must never, ever use an attempt of electioneering to blur the lines between party and state. Just about a year ago, um, the former SGO two years ago the former SGO of the ANC made comments about the SAPC board. Mm. There was a whole howlabalou an outcry, correctly so, the correct outcry in the public is that the ANC cannot, as a party, you know, make utterances about what ought to happen what the is, with the SAPC board. Two years later we have different rules because now the CEO happens to be a white male who is supported by the DA. We don't agree with that. Mm.
0: But the, the deployment committee of the ANC, where does it sit?
1: Exactly my point. Which let's not get let's now get into that. But
0: where does which the ex- deployment com- committee of the which, ANC sit?
1: Which ex- which F-com executive is deployed was deployed by the ANC? The director is who as an ANC employee, I don't even think is an ANC member. I want the DA to point to me. Our, the, the, what we are talking right now, is talk about ESCOM. If we look at the executive structure of ESCOM, which of the executives at ESCOM were as part, are as, as, as ANC cadres deployed by the ANC cadres? Who are those? Because the GCO definitely is not. The COO of ESCOM definitely is not. So when they come to the Tully House and come and say that because of your deployment committee uh, policy, of which even their court cases yeah. completely non-surgical, then they must tell us who did you deploy to But, the, de- de- but
0: the deployment so committee doesn't necessarily deploy only ANC cadres. It deploys what they believe to be people who are fit and proper to run um, any institution of government.
1: Is that not true? The of, and his entire executive applied for jobs. They applied, there were adverts that were made at ESCOM. They applied for jobs.
0: They In the
1: board? The, so, that, that, that the board? there was never advertised. they coming to the board. No, no, no. The, the, but the, wait, wait, let's talk about the executive first. They went to interviews. They were appointed. They are the first people that are responsible for the functioning of ESCOM. That's hmm. one. That's one. And we cannot absolve them as the people who, through our taxes get paid every day for them to deliver a particular function, and if they are not delivering that function, then we need to review whether they are performing or not. The same thing with the board. The board was appointed. We as the utility as far back as two years ago said that the previous board is completely useless, in, instead of solving the energy crisis, the previous board was behaving as though they, they are renewable energy influencers. Okay. We call for the removal of that board. We now have a new board who seem to be, and you're saying seem to be, because well, they've only been in office for about a month or two, they seem to be giving us a sense that they know what they're doing in terms of the plans that they Forward and that right. it's positive, the have given, etc., etc. But no, those are things that so, there are so, clear. Uh, institutions uh, of
0: accountability. No, ngaba, unfortunately, we're running out of time. But I just quickly want to find out when is your march as the ANC Youth League to Megawatt Park?
1: Our march will be on the third of February to Megawatt Park. And between now and then, we will be engaging with young people right now I'm um, at the ANC's Energy Symposium at UJ, where we are going to be engaging with different stakeholders, different energy experts, young engineers, mm-hmm. so that we can collate a document that we will then go and present to us as our view in terms of how do we solve our energy crisis.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Nonga Muthlauli is uh, the convener of the ANC Youth League. It's four o'clock.